Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 23, verses 18 through 25. This is where Pilate delivers Jesus to be crucified, and it is one of the most remarkable reversals of fortune that is recorded probably anywhere in history. This is really amazing, and I've never thought of it this way before. But in just yesterday's text, Pilate sent Jesus to be evaluated by Herod, and at the end of yesterday's text, after Herod had returned Jesus to Pilate, Pilate says, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him, neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. So here you've got two high-ranking officials in the Roman Empire. Pilate, the governor, Herod, the tetrarch. They've both looked at Jesus, they've heard the accusations, and they've said there's no guilt in this man. And there's no one really any more powerful than them anywhere around. And so you would think that what they say would go. Check this out though, verse 18. But they all cried together, that is, the Jewish leaders and Jewish people, away with this man and release to us Barabbas, a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! And a third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found no guilt deserving death. I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked. But he delivered Jesus over to their will. As I said, this is just remarkable. And the main point I want to make in this devotion is that if the Lord's will is for something to happen, then regardless of how unlikely that something might seem, it is going to happen. It was the Lord's will that Jesus die on the cross. And in order to get him there, Pilate, against his own instincts, was going to have to turn Jesus over to be crucified, even though he didn't believe he was guilty. Even though he had, as scripture says, a desire to release Jesus. And Pilate isn't just some guy in the cheap seats with an opinion, Pilate is the guy in charge. And he has the backing of Herod, another guy in charge. Yet God's will for Jesus to die trumps these two big-time Roman leaders. Just yesterday, I was having a conversation with my friend Adrian Butker at Waterloo Christian School, where I coach basketball and where Adrian is an administrator and also coaches basketball. We were talking about the lengths that parents go to these days to try to connive or finagle or scheme a way for their kid to be successful in sports, whether that's to get a college scholarship or to maybe even go play pro. A lot of parents have unrealistic ideas about how far their kids can go in sports, and as a result, they're willing to pay lots and lots of money and go to great, great lengths to try to make their will be done. As people who are around athletics, Adrian and I see this, and it's particularly interesting from her perspective because her brother Ike is an NFL player. In fact, we did a podcast interview with him a while back. You can find that interview on the CC Podcast Conversations. It's an amazing story how God guided Ike's path from high school football to college football to the NFL, and there's no way you can convince me that anything other than God's will does determined that that should happen. As Adrian said to me when we were talking yesterday, if it's God's will for a kid to play pro sports or to get a college scholarship, it's going to happen. And if it's not, it's not. Now that's not to say that humans don't have responsibility in making decisions according to our best understanding of how things should be, that God uses those decisions to accomplish his will. In fact, we see this with Pilate in this text. Pilate looks like a weak, weak man. It's kind of embarrassing. He's determined that Jesus isn't guilty. He has a 
desire to release him. He has all the power and authority to do that, but he caves to the crowd. But over all of that, something greater is going on, and that greater thing is the will of God. As I said, this is one of the most remarkable reversals of fortune that has been recorded in history. It looks like Jesus is going to be scot-free, but as you and I know, he's going to be dead here in just a few hours. Why? Because of God's will. In not just God's will in some cold, pragmatic sense, but his good and perfect will. The reason this should be compelling to you and I is because we are affected by reversals of fortune in our lives, sometimes in small ways throughout our day-to-day life, sometimes in huge ways that are tragic or triumphant. It's easy when we're in the midst of something like that to lose sight of the fact that something greater than what's going on in front of us is at work, namely the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. The book of Romans says that all things work together for the good, for those who love Christ and who are called according to his purpose. And as you and I know all too well, as Jesus can attest to in the very hours that are being written about here, God's good, pleasing, and perfect will doesn't always feel good. It isn't always what we would rather be doing, but we can be rest assured even on our worst day, even in the midst of our worst reversal of fortune, that God's sovereign hand is still at the wheel. We can trust him. He's good. We might not understand and we might not see, but someday we will. And there's no better example of that than the arrest, the conviction, the crucifixion, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what those of us who put our faith in him and it receive as a result. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.